Hey there, friends. It's Nick. It's episode 236 of the Story Hacker podcast. So this week, Monday through Friday, I'm going to be doing some training, helping you tell your 90-second story. Now, I'll top and tail each of the podcasts, but what you'll hear in the middle is, I guess, the kind of the thoughts, the framework about how you should think about this work, why it's important to you, your business, your brand, whatever, and how I go about working with clients to get this done. And I hope you find it useful. I really hope you find it useful. By all means, let me know. And here we go to the training. Hello there, friends. My name is Nick Warren. I run the storiesthatmeanbusiness.com website. I run storyhacker.tv on YouTube and the Story Hacker podcast on all good podcast clients. And I help leaders tell better stories, stories that build attention, credibility and trust. And one of the things I'm going to be doing over the next five sessions is hopefully helping you to tell a better, what I call the 90 second story. And we'll get into why that's important shortly. But maybe I should just say what this, this training is and what it isn't, because it's definitely not just going to be a template. I'm not really, you know, I've been in business for 20 years. I ran a web agency around the world, well, the, with clients around the world for 20 years. And... Um, one of the things I learned doing that is the power of telling better stories. But a better story is is not necessarily just marketing fluff. It's authentic. It's about you. So what I'm not looking for and what I'm not going to give you is some kind of fill in the blank template because, because it doesn't do you any good, I don't think. And what we're looking for in these next five sessions is a deeper understanding of what story is and how you can use it to leverage your business because you definitely can the agency that i owned for 20 years you know as i said had clients all over the place and we never we never placed an ad we never made a cold call we never even had a sales team what we had was telling better stories and some of that is um in the way that we spoke and talked literally telling better stories and some of it is about the work we did, you know, because one of the, the critical things about telling better stories is you want them to be authentic. So if you do better, if you live a better story, you're going to tell a better story. Anyway, let's talk about the 90 second story and just put it in context in the framework, because what I tend to see is that we make a lot of offers in life, you know, whether it's personally or professionally, we make offers. And those those tend to be fairly short, maybe 10 or 20 sort of words almost, expressions of value, right? So if, for example, at the start of this um, recording, I said, I help leaders tell better stories, stories that build attention, credibility and trust, right? Now, so that's an offer. But really from a story point of view, what that does is it invites you, or at least it invites the, um, the listener to tell themselves a story about what their life would be like in, you know, if they had more attention, more credibility and more trust. And for some people that draws them into the kind of work that I do. And for some people, of course, it repels them. If you're interested in getting rich quick or um, gaming the system or what have you, you're not that bothered about credi <laughs> credibility and trust, right? So one of the things that, that I do with my, I guess you'd call it my value proposition, is that I, you know, I attract the right people and I repel the wrong people. You know, that's really important. But what these value propositions do, and it happens, I think, whatever your 
your thing is, is that it leaves the audience with what I call the default question. And the default question is always, is this person worth my time? Yeah, and I think we can make a really clear distinction between the the value proposition, which is generally pretty quick and is in a sense a promise and ask the audience to tell themselves a story, as I said. That's on one side. So what you, what you find there is that if someone says, actually, I do want more attention, more credibility, more trust, they move to the next thing, which is the default question, which is, is this person worth my time? And the, the idea of the 90 second story is that it's the, it's the, the thing that you say that answers that question, All right? In other words, it's taking people to the next level of you because it's not just the offer, it's what's behind the offer. Because I think, you know, if we, if we see something offered to us that we want, we want to know whether actually can this person or this business or this whatever it is actually deliver on this promise? Can they make this change in my life? So the 90 second story is part of that. And, and you know, I, as I said, I've been in business a long time and I can see, you know, we can see the value of this. We can see it in the kind of the, maybe in the social media profile or the round table meeting or that kind of silence after the handshake. You know, so much attention gets placed on that first impression that we very often forget to think about the second impression. And you can see, I think, how, you know, particularly if you're in a room with lots of people, um, and I see this, you know, even with really, you know, quite high powered executives, when they're asked to talk about themselves, they really struggle to articulate a, a story, a narrative that paints them in a good light. And what we usually end up with is just a kind of a, a slightly kind of plodding catalogue of what they've done. When I was 17, I got a job doing X and then I did Y and then I did Z. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. And what, it, what that is, it's a massively missed opportunity. Because if we tell a, if we tell a better story, we, we do have the, the opportunity to build attention, credibility, trust. And depending on the situation, maybe you're, you know, you're in a career change situation, you're in a job interview, Maybe you're trying to inspire people because you've just got a new job, a new role or whatever. Maybe you're just struggling to articulate what it is that you do. Having a 90 second story for the next um, networking meeting or whatever, the next Zoom call can be a really powerful thing. It can be a really highly leveraged minute and a half of your life. Okay, and that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about here. And I think what I'm going to do, so we've got five sessions together, and this one is essentially an overview. So what I'm going to do is talk about what's going to be happening in the next four sessions. And when I work with clients, because I work with people to tell their core, help them tell their, their kind of core story, if you like. Um, the skills that I talk about most are strategy, storytelling, and copywriting. And that's how we're going to divide up these sessions, I think, because one of the things that's really important to realise and to understand is that your story in a business context is not just what's happened to you. 
we want our story to have a direction and intention and um, you know to give you some momentum to build whatever it is you're building you know maybe you are trying to inspire people maybe you are trying to get a job maybe you are trying to build a, a new business from scratch maybe you're an entrepreneur and the right story can can do that but it's like anything we need to know where we're heading right so strategy is really important and it's certainly one of those things that because I ran a company, I've run a company for so long, it's really useful, I think, to start at that point. What are we trying to achieve? So that's one aspect. The next next aspect is the sort of storytelling. And this is really the kind of the narrative structure. And what we're talking about really um, is a truncated version of the hero's journey. Okay, so that means we're going to, in our 90 seconds, we're going to articulate... Um, uh, a normal world, a kind of a challenge or a conflict or a problem, and the the way that you dealt with that problem, the treasure that you brought back, the, in other words, the insights that you learned, and how they apply to the world going forward. And in that set, in that way, we are going to we're going to build a story that that includes all of those things and you maybe you're thinking well hold on 90 seconds isn't that long and it's and it's not generally the stories that I write for people um, the 90 second stories are between 225 maybe 250 words if we're heading up towards um, the two minute kind of mark but you'd be amazed at what you can get into there you really would and there's 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 a there's a reason for that and that's because we humans are we're wired for story I've talked about this before in the, the Story Hacker podcast particularly, but evolution has wired us for story. And one of the things that we're doing all the time is we are taking in information and we are making predictions, in other words, telling stories about, <laughs> about what that information means. So if you think about the, the implication of that, like if I say to you, um, if I say to you I've got two teenage kids, for example, now your brain will suddenly create a load of associations, a load of associations, a whole network of information and of inferences about what my life might be like. And maybe that will depend on where you are in your life. And if you've got kids, and particularly if you've had teenagers, um, or maybe you remember being a teenager because it wasn't that long ago. Lucky you. And um, But the point is that we can take as humans, we can take really tiny little inferences and we tend to draw out big conclusions. And that's one of the things that we can use as storytellers, as business people, to design narratives that really support us. And again, you know, these narratives need to be, they need to be true. They need to be real. They need to be authentic. Now, every story, every time we talk about ourselves, we are, of course, summarising in some respect. We're, we're choosing um some elements to keep in and we're excluding many elements of our life because of course our lives are complex and chaotic and messy and all that kind of stuff right but the selection that we choose needs to be true it needs to be us otherwise i mean you know otherwise we're just otherwise we're just I was going to say just do marketing. That's not very kind, but um, you know what I mean. The point is that when we tell a good story, tell a better story, 
we are in some sense opening ourselves up. And that's the reason they work, ladies and gentlemen. That is the reason they work. So, um, you know, tomorrow I will read you a kind of a draft 90 second story about myself. And you'll see there's stuff in there that maybe doesn't paint me in, in the best light, but it is true. And because it is true, it's the kind of thing that other people will recognise. They will recognise that truth. And you get credibility for that, right? You get credibility. Right, so um, remember we talked about strategy. We've just been talking about story and structure is a massive part. And then the last part is copywriting, because these are the three things that I do really for clients. Strategy, story, copywriting. And the copywriting side of it is... Once we have the structure of our story, our 90 second story, we want to communicate it in the best way. Now, you know, I'm fortunate because I've had uh, probably 25 years of, of copywriting things that have been put in front of other people. And obviously we're not going to do that in a 10 or 15 minute um, recording. But what I can do is I can say, I can show you how to use the three or four most powerful kind of strategies, I think, for making sure that you have a story that is easy to tell, easy to remember, and easy to share. And that's for other people as well, because what we want is people latching onto our story, telling it themselves, sharing it themselves. Does that make sense? So I'm going to give you a little bit of homework for this. And it may be something that you can come up with straight away, but as I mentioned earlier on, in order to, to make our story as powerful and useful as possible, we need to start with a, a direction, a destination in mind. So what I want to do, I want you to do is, I want you to think about um, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to get a job? Are you trying to build a business? Um, from scratch? Are you trying to inspire a team? Um, it's really important that we know what our story is for. And by the way, last last point for today, um, we can have different stories for different things. You know, I mean, I've got several for different parts of my business or even, you know, different parts of my life, of course. And um, what's going to happen is, it's really important that this isn't a script. It's not going to be a script for you. What it's going to be that when you've done this story is a framework, something that you can say that is that is properly you and honest and it will become something that becomes natural for you to use and say. And um, I think you'll see a huge difference in the way that you are perceived and the confidence you have when someone points to you at a conference or a roundtable meeting or on a zoom call or whatever and says tell us a bit more about yourself all right thanks for listening and uh, i'll see you in the next session okay so that's the session for today i hope you found it useful uh, and thanks again for listening to the podcast i'll look forward to catching you with the second session tomorrow in the meantime remember your story means business Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.